Welcome to Together We're Better podcast. This will be the best 30 minutes of your day. I'm your host, Brandon Morris, the manager of community engagement with Building Our Future here in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Welcome. To all of our listeners, this podcast is centered around the question, what's possible when you bring people together around a shared result? This month's episode is titled, Building Community. Here at Building Our Future, we have been extremely fortunate to work in the Wilson Heights neighborhood, hosting community conversations for nearly two years. And this network's vision is to be a model community that builds partnerships through awareness, trust, and relationships to support the success of children and families. You'll have the pleasure of listening to two individuals that I consider boots on the ground change makers in the Wilson Heights neighborhood. And that is from Brittany Meyer and Gabrielle Hood. Brittany is a second and third grade teacher at Wilson Elementary. And trust me, that's just one title that I'm listing. Gabrielle, who who goes by Gabby, she's the president of Clear Technology Solutions of Wisconsin, who has put in many volunteer hours as a mentor and a coach for the Wilson Elementary sports teams. Both of these ladies have been instrumental in our Wilson Heights community conversations that we host once a month. You'll want to listen to this 30 minutes of their interpretation of building community. Let's dive in. Wow, it's exciting to have two special guests with us today. I would like to welcome and introduce, actually I'm going to let them introduce themselves we have Gabby and Brittany here. Uh, Brittany, you first. Can you introduce yourself? Give us your name, your title, all the above. Yes, yeah, so my name is Brittany Meyer. Um, I am a teacher at Wilson. Um, I've been there seven years. Uh, even though I live in Racine, a lot of my um, time is spent in Kenosha and at Wilson, so I've grown to love the neighborhood and the community and the school in general. Excellent. Uh, And Brittany, how long have you been a part of Building Our Futures uh, community conversations that are focused in on Wilson Heights neighborhood? Um, I believe I started last year participating, so it's probably going on a year, maybe a year and a half or so. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. And Gabby, over to you. Give us your name, title, role, organization, all the above. All right, I'm Gabrielle Hood. I am a business owner of Clear Technology Solutions of Wisconsin. Uh, my title at Wilson would be coach. I coach every athletic team that they do have <laughs> soccer, basketball, play football, all the above. Um, so that's what, I, that's what my ties are to Wilson. When I was younger, my uncle had a house in the neighborhood, so I used to always be around Wilson. But I live in Racine and have no other ties other than being a coach there. Excellent. Thank you for that. And how long have you been a part of Building Our Futures uh, Community Conversations? Uh, ever since COVID hit. So, a year. Years when I started logging on. Wow. Just over a year, year and a half. Excellent. Um, so... I want to throw out this first question to you, Gabby, and then Brittany, you'll follow. Um, If someone wanted to know what does building community means 
to you, what would that be? Mm. Building community. To me, that would mean having a common goal and trying to navigate towards that goal. But definitely the common goal would be community to me. It doesn't mean that you're right away acting on something, but at least all being on the same page of what you want out of your community. Thank you for that. And then to you, Brittany, if someone wanted to know what does building community mean to you, what would that be? For me, kind of like when I think about community, I think about neighborhoods, I think about closeness, you know, it reminds me of my childhood, like as kids, we would play with all the neighbors, our parents knew each other, you know, if somebody needed something, you felt comfortable being able to go and ask that person for that and that person knowing that, you know, you have their back and they have yours. So I think just that togetherness and knowing that you all are working to help each other in whatever capacity that be. Excellent answers. Thank you for that. So um, how have you displayed building community in the Wilson Heights neighborhood? I think for me, so I participated on the parent engagement team while at Wilson. And so our big goal was kind of being that bridge between the Wilson Heights community meetings and our parents and our families and getting them active in these meetings, getting their voices heard, and kind of just giving them the opportunity to know what's going on in their neighborhood and um, just really to stay on top of the news, you know, and all that. And if they had questions, they knew that they could go to people that were going to give them real answers. How important is that, uh, Brittany, uh, for the parents in the community to get real answers? I know you put an emphasis on real. So how important is that? I think that, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially in this day and age, people don't trust one another. You know, people will give a answer based off of what somebody else wants to hear. Um, So I think it's important that our parents know that they are speaking with people that have their best intentions, that are going to be real with them, and that it's a safe space. I think that especially after COVID and, you know, whatever else, you know, they may be facing, they need to know that they're safe and that their family is safe. Wow. Good points. Um, And then, Gabby, to you. So how have you displayed building community in the Wilson Heights neighborhood? On a smaller scale, when I started coaching, I always just was in the kids' ears about those around them or the people that they can rely on. And I hope that message, you know, kind of went towards their parents, too, to understand that those are people that are in their corner. They're all from the same neighborhood. Those are people that they're at school with, at basketball. Like, these are people you can rely on day to day. And then a step further, as I have dove into being part of Building Our Future, a little bit more and being in the community meetings and just heading ideas up. I, I think that that's really been where I've put most of my time and displayed building the community together. Excellent. Now you said on a smaller scale and uh, through your, your time with coaching, uh, but if you ask anybody else, that's no small scale. 
that there are so many things that come out of being a coach. Um, so what would be something that parents know that their kids are getting out of a coachhood in yourself? Consistency and also like a safe place again. Like they knew they could come to me with anything. Um, Coach Coach Meyer here was my assistant too, so they had a good relationship with her. So um, they could always come to us if they needed anything. And I feel like a couple of those kids did um, when it came to home life situations. Yeah, and I think that, you know, because I have been there for seven years and uh, a consistent face that they've seen, um, I already kind of had that relationship with the students. So then by them seeing that, you know, we had a trusting relationship, it was easier for them to know, okay, this is a person I can trust. This is someone that is committed to to me at this point. And I think also they were just able to identify her, identify with her, especially our African-American females. Um, you know, we don't get a lot of African-American female athletes in the building. So for the girls, I think that was a different experience for them as opposed to the boys. You know, I mean, yes, you know, it, she, we've had some African-American males come in and do other sports and things like that. But I think it was a very different experience for the girls. And we actually saw a lot more girls come out because I think that they were feeling more comfortable and they're like, look, I can play this sport too. So I think that was also something that contributed. Wow. So if I'm hearing you correctly, uh, I heard you say trust. I heard you say consistency. And then I guess representation that plays a big role in building community. Um, so would you say that that has to happen more and more when you're talking about building community, it has to have be a representation of that community? I think so. I think I've noticed more and more as I've sat in on community meetings, more specifically the most recent in-person meeting, the things I'm hearing are lack of trust and lack of representation. And that's why, you know, the future, the previously people are going back on, you know, this is what happened before. So we don't trust you guys and we don't know where to go because we aren't being represented by the folks that we surround ourselves with. So I think if we had those two things, a lot of the problems we try to solve or, um, resolutions we're trying to come up with, you know, that all that stuff would, would be solved if we could fill those two things. Uh, and, and just for our, our podcast listeners, can you be more specific when you say they didn't trust them? Who are the, those people that you're talking about? I think it's been a combination of um, the police, city officials, um anyone in authority really that has some sort of say in what's going on in the community where people are feeling as though their voices aren't being heard i mean i think even going back to you know i think it takes a lot of trust too for parents to trust that their their child's teacher is doing the right thing their school is you know making the right choices um so yeah i think it's at a larger capacity of finding that trust and you know, this, this is so cliche to me, like, but literally once you break that trust one time, 
It is going to take so much more work to get that trust back with that person and proving time and time and time again that they can trust you before that that is earned back. And so just being very mindful about the actions that you're making and the words that you're speaking and how that could be damaging to a relationship or a community that has already been built. Wow. You guys are dropping some some gems over here. I love it. Um so you, you're, you're mentioning trust, you're mentioning relationships, you're mentioning consistency, and all this is a part of building a community. Uh, but I guess what keeps hitting home is that whole trust thing and, and building that trust up. How difficult is it to build community if the trust isn't there? And then how do you get past that point if you have like something tangible how do you build that trust? I think for me, building that trust is, for one, being able to listen, right? I think a lot of times people want to respond and, you know, express their own opinions or their own ideas or beliefs. But one of the biggest things is you have to be able to listen to others. And maybe not even, you. Don't, I mean, you can't guarantee that you're going to understand their point of view, but at least try to understand them. Um, and I think too, just going back to like, you have to show that you're, you're human just like them. You may, you know, have some sort of authority, you know, or whatever, but making those personal connections, getting to know them, making that, you know, even if it's just, Hey, using that person's name, showing, Hey, I remembered your name. I appreciate you, you know? So I think small things like that and just making those personal connections is meaningful. Wow. Interesting. Um, Gabby, anything you want to add to that? I was just going to say from, from your original question, I don't think that it happens without folks that, I don't want to say just us, but like us, who have relationships established with parents in the schools because they do already trust us and that way we we're almost like a mediator to get them to buy in because if there's no buy-in there you know they might hear it but if they're not actually buying in there's not going to be any sort of actions to follow mm. great points great points. i think another on. point is like having good intentions i think sometimes we get pulled in certain ways based off of rules or things that we are we have to follow but i think that there's a way to show that your intentions are honest and genuine and with, with good intent i think is is also something that is important mm. another good point i'm gonna have to throw flags on the on the podcast or, or get me a buzzer when you when you're hearing these good points i love it um so when you hear Together We're Better, the name of this podcast, um, who in the Wilson Heights neighborhood do you think of? I mean, right away I can mention Miss Peebles. She's our lunch lady at Wilson. She's been there way before my time. The students call her grandma. You know, I mean, she has she has dedicated her life to that school and to those kids. And she is someone that... Um, even in her old age, she is still doing everything she can for those kids and serving those kids with everything that she's got. And we literally believe that, I mean, 
until her last breath, which I hope is no time soon, she will be spending her time at Wilson. Wow. And you said that's Miss Peoples and she's a lunch lady. Yeah, she's, yep, she's the Wilson lunch lady. Grandma, they call her. Wow, that's special. It gave me goosebumps. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Gabby, to you, when you hear together, we're better. Who in the Wilson Heights neighborhood do you think of? Mr. Jokes. Mr. Jokes. Yep, Mr. Jokes. Mr. Jokes because a, he's been there forever, as far as I know. He's always been super welcoming every time I'm there, you know, have a nice hello, how are you, this, that, the other thing. And I just see his interactions with the kids all the time, and it's always the same thing. He just treats them with so much respect, which I think lacks at times when it comes to a child-adult relationship. And I think that's why kids respect him, because he's laid back, and he does give them the respect that he gets, I think. And that's, I like it. I like him a lot. And he's another person, like, I can speak on jokes because, you know, he's, he's the fifth grade teacher at Wilson. He is one of the most interesting individuals. Like, his life story is phenomenal. He has spent his entire life serving other people. Like, he does, he does not do anything for him. It's always for other people. And so um, I got the pleasure of doing a activity for school, an assignment where I had to interview him and... It's unfortunate that, you know, seven years I've worked in, I've never really gotten to sit down and have a real, genuine conversation of getting to know him. And once I got to know him, I'm like, you are an amazing man. And I think he was a great example and a great role model for um, our, you know, African-American male students. Absolutely. Wow. So two people that have kind of played the same role uh, serving the community are the first two people that you guys think of when you hear it together, we're better. Wow, that says a lot. Um, would you even say that those folks probably deserve some type of recognition in a future Wilson Heights community conversation or something along those lines? Absolutely. Yeah, and I actually wanna throw in like, so Justine Hamlove Jones too, is that woman? She, this from the moment I walked in that door, Wilson has inspired me as an educator. Like, I remember my first couple of years, when that school day was over, I was bumped, done. But that woman held three after-school clubs. She's doing gardening with the kids. She's going, like, just amazing how much extra hours she would put into her workday and never once did you hear her complain. Never once did you not see her smiling or laughing or you could see those genuine, real relationships that she made with those students. And to this day, she has students coming back to see her. And, you know, now that she's retired, you know, um, she's going to be missed greatly. But she is somebody that advocates for the community. She speaks up when something is not right. She, you know, she just has inspired me from day one and will continue to like I literally told her I hope I am one day half the educator that you are because she is a diehard for sure yeah she is her energy's unmatched wow sound like some special people right there you named two teachers that were in the building and then someone that was from the community uh and basically was adopted as grandma who serves mm -hmm. as a lunch lady 
if you guys were to dig a little deeper, um, and maybe I'm putting you on the spot, are there any parents that come to mind when you hear Together We're Better? Are there any community leaders or volunteers within the neighborhood? Oh, Pastor Mitchell. Pastor, Pastor Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, he, he's another guy. So he came in this school year with us, you know, everything being funky. He came in as a building sub. Um, he always ran the after school program. So that was where I mostly saw him was just at the end of the day on Fridays, you know, and always pass and he'd always say, hello, how are you? Um, but now I got to work with him a lot more closely this past year with him being a building sub. And um, he's another one that, you know, is always finding ways to bring the community together. In fact, just this past weekend, they were supposed to do a Father's Day cookout. Unfortunately, the weather, um, they had to cancel that, so they rescheduled it. I believe it's com this coming up Sunday. Um, so he's another one that is just always advocating for the community, finding events to bring us together. And he's just very positive. Um, you know, with a lot of negativity, I think his spirituality and, um, you know, just his overall energy helps him keep positive and he brings that that positive energy um, to those around him as well. Wow. Anybody else you can add, Gabby? No? Okay. Uh, um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. I just didn't want to leave you out. Um, so earlier, you guys mentioned your ties to the Wilson Heights neighborhood. Uh, one, Brittany, you being a teacher there for seven years, as you mentioned. And then uh, Gabby, you being kind of like a volunteer uh, coach, a mentor. So like, why this, why this, school why this neighborhood yeah so i mean honestly i got hired right out of college so i mean i didn't really know wilson as a school i didn't really know you know i didn't know much about it but i can tell you that instantly those those kids make you fall in love with them i mean they love you they you know make you laugh they make you work real hard and then just naturally, as you got to know the parents, you know, you, you fell in love with the parents. I just remember going to all the after school events, the carnival, the, um, the all different kinds. I can't remember half the events that we had because it's been so long. But usually we have those interactions as opposed to parent-teacher conferences or having to make that phone call home because of whatever situation happens. So I just remember getting to meet those parents and seeing how much they cared about their child and their child's education and how much they trusted me as the teacher to know that I'm doing the right thing and to be able to trust that, you know, I'm helping their child grow academically, socially, emotionally, all of those things. Wow. So uh, to you, Gabby, how have you grown from being a part of this this community, this Wilson community, Wilson Heights neighborhood? How have I grown? <clears throat> yes. Um, I think that 
one of the areas I've grown is definitely some patience. Patience. <laughs> because nothing worthwhile comes easy or fast, that's for sure. And I think that it's a slow rolling build in the Wilson Heights community, but a lot of people are on board and are moving towards and getting the ball rolling. So definitely some patience. <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, I really do enjoy my time with everyone. Like Britt said, those kids, man, they are like, coach on, coach on. They're like so excited about this, you know, oh, I got this this weekend or I did this with my family. I mean, they really make you want to be there more than anything. And then the parents that are involved and at the games and all that, that energy is another thing that you just, you don't get anywhere else. Nice. So what are your, what are both of you guys, uh, what are your hopes uh, for the future of this neighborhood? Hmm. That's, yeah, I feel like that's a loaded question, but I'd say my hopes for the neighborhood is that, for one, I hope that Wilson continues to build as a school. I know that one thing that's been really unfortunate is our attendance continues to decline. And therefore, because of that, you know, we have less and less students, which means, you know, less and less teachers. And so I just want to see that neighborhood get built up. I want to see families moving into that area. I want to see Wilson being a school that is sought after because we do have amazing teachers, we have amazing staff, we have amazing leaders that truly do dedicate every day to, you know, being there for those kids and teaching them and being prepared and really wanting to be the best educator that they can be. And so I think a lot of times that, you know, Wilson being a small neighborhood school, we kind of get looked over. but. You know, there's a lot of great things that are happening in Wilson and, you know, the students, they are driven. They have a lot of voice and, you know, they, I think as they continue to learn and grow, you know, I know that one, one day a lot of our students that are going on to middle school and high school, they are going to be um, changers and they're going to go in and make changes in the community and they're going to make something of themselves and they're going to make a difference in this world and so i just want people to know that and recognize that and know that even though wilson's a small school like it's it's a great school excellent and and gabby um i want to tailor this question around your leadership within the wilson heights community conversations uh it seems like you had some hopes for the future of this neighborhood can you talk about uh, the community goals, maybe, um, that started in uh, one of those winter months of the community conversations where they were addressing affordable housing. Like, what are your hopes for the Wilson Heights neighborhood when it comes to affordable housing? Um, I, my hope really is that people recognize this is their neighborhood and they control the destiny for one. And that um, all the city officials and everyone recognizes that this community is banding together and that we need to make it a priority for them to have affordable housing and jobs around that can help them provide for their families if they're trying to do some alternative plan. Um, 
I think that initially my goal was just trying to make people woke so that they can, you know, navigate through that. Um, I'm not, I mean, to me, that's one of the reasons there is no trust is because it's like nobody knew for some reason. And this is something that started three years ago. So um, I, my goal really is just to get everybody on the same page and for them to be able to voice their opinions on what they would like in their neighborhood. The only, like my uncle had a house in the neighborhood. He worked for Chrysler for years so and retired from Chrysler. So Wilson's Heights neighborhood taking advantage of that space now with whatever the city decides to do with it, I think is huge. And I think now with your help and with all the, the older women and men and everyone in the community that's really on board with this is really helping, um, you know, paint a really broad picture of what is actually going on and what we can do to to build a future in Wilson's Heights. Wow. We didn't pay her to say that either. Build a future in Wilson Heights. <laughs> yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I do want to point out uh, we keep mentioning Wilson Heights community conversations. Our vision with our community conversations is to be a model community that builds partnerships through awareness, which you mentioned, Gabby, like you want folks to be woke or to be aware of what's happening in their neighborhood. That's that's our vision. And then, um, Brittany, earlier you mentioned trust and relationships. That's a part of our vision. Uh, and it's all to be in support of the success of children and families. So you guys are really, along with everyone else that joins in on our Wilson Heights Community Conversations, are really help living out this vision of, of, of our, our uh, vision for, for this community. Um, so I got one last question for you guys. Um, and Gabby, I'll come to you first. And then Brittany, I'll come to you. What's possible when you bring people together around a shared result? I think the possibilities are endless, really. I mean, if everyone's on the same page and has common goals, as long as you come up with steps to get there, that plan of action can, it goes as far as you go. If you don't want to put in the work, it's not going to happen. If you do put in the work, it's going to happen. I mean, even with the Wilson Heights gig, I mean, right away, we, we broke off into a, another smaller group, and our group got together. We got A, B, C, and D that we wanted to achieve right off the bat. I mean, and right away, we got results because we wanted to. So I think that has a lot to say about what's out there in the community and what people do want to do. I mean, anything you want to do, you can do because there's someone out there that's going to back you. Wow. So Wilson Heights, y'all got some doers in Wilson Heights. I love it. Um, so Brittany to you, what's possible when you bring people together around a shared result? Um, yeah, going off of what Gabby said, I think that it's really important to not just talk about it, but you have to be about it. You have to put action steps into place. Um, uh, there also needs to be accessibility, um, you know, and equity for everybody. Um, to know that the word is getting out there, people are informed, um, they're getting accurate information, and then they know where they can go, where they know the next steps that they are able to take in order to get the outcome that they want. 
Um, so yeah. Wow. I also want to give a shout out to, and I cannot remember their names, but we had an amazing CLC after school program and they've been in a lot of the um, Wilson Heights meetings as well. And they are just phenomenal people that, you know, they volunteer their time after school with the students. Sometimes they will take them home if students need a ride. Um, they are another group of individuals that just are a great asset to Wilson and again are committed to Wilson and the community and wanting things to um, turn around and, you know, start our family, start being able to, you know, reap, reap the benefits and all that. So is that Justin Denny? Yes, thank you. Justin and his wife. I can't remember. I couldn't remember their name, so I appreciate you. So the Denny's. So shout out to the Denny's. If you guys are listening to the podcast, you guys will get some shout outs for the work you do in the Wilson Heights neighborhood. Um, Definitely anything is possible if I'm capturing it right. You guys are saying anything is possible when you bring people together around a shared result. So Brittany, Gabby, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on our podcast. Together we're better. Um, You guys, you guys just display the, the ultimate example of building community. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, another impactful episode. A big thank you goes out to Brittany Meyer and Gabrielle Hood. Again, this podcast is centered around the question, what's possible when you bring people together around a shared result? Well, Gabby and Brittany are saying the possibilities are endless as long as everybody is on the same page and have a common goal. And then making sure resources are accessible, equity for all, and not just talking about it, but putting action steps in place. Speaking of action steps, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends and family. As always, be well.